Welcome everybody to episode two of the podcast of us. In today's episode, we're going to be covering uh, the Last of Us American Dreams, the comic series. Uh, there are four comics in the series, and it's going to be kind of a short episode. Um, first of all, I want to apologize for the space between since I've done the last episode. I was planning on doing at least one to two a month, and then I had a class and wasn't able to continue them. Um, but now that that's all done, I should be able to keep them more on time. Uh, like I said, this episode is going to be a little shorter as I don't have a ton of time to do it and I would like to get an episode in covering what we learn about part two at E3 since it is just a couple of days away. So episode three is mostly going to be covering all the new stuff and previous stuff that we have learned about episode two. Uh, I mean part two, not episode two. <laughs> that wouldn't make too much sense. But yeah, so the next episode that we do will mostly be covering part two. So there's not much hidden in part one of American Dreams. Um, it's pretty much just Ellie's introduction to Riley. Uh, it covers Ellie arriving at the last military school she would attend, but we had learned that she'd been kicked out of many military schools before for various things such as fighting, stealing, you know, just getting in trouble all around. Um, we also learned that Ellie isn't quite used to death yet as she sees a recently infected person who is still normal be executed by the militia. Um, Ellie immediately looks scared and tries to go to her, I would say she probably tries to find her happy place in her head, something like that, because she just kind of zones out. Um, once she arrives at the school, she's immediately bullied, and this is where she meets Riley, because Riley steps in and kind of saves her from the bullies. And after that, Ellie starts to quote Riley and try to try to learn to be more like Riley and eventually starts to shadow Riley and try to develop her strength and I guess sort of her mannerisms. And that's really all that it covers in part one. So part two doesn't really have too much more in terms of Easter eggs as part one did. Um, you just see some more graffiti. Uh, stuff like says like the end is nigh multiple times. You see tons of Firefly logos, save us, uh, various different things like that that you kind of see throughout the game. But this kind of uh, goes over Riley showing Ellie the ropes on escaping the quarantine zone, maneuvering the city, and just general getting into trouble sort of things, um, which obviously will would become in handy for Ellie later. Riley also kind of becomes more of a life coach for Ellie, just kind of getting her to see like what she's going to be doing with her future, that sort of deal. Um, and trying to tell Ellie pretty much that she doesn't really have to be part of the militia and doesn't have to have her life set on one straight line and she can kind of choose what she wants to do. Um, they end up showing up at a mall and then they stop at Raja's Arcade, which we have seen multiple times throughout the series. And this is kind of Ellie's introduction to The Turning, which as we know was Jerkman's original name for The Last of Us, kind of like kind of where they began and end up kind of becoming a whole different thing. But anyway, they see The Turning, Riley introduces her to it. 
Um, actually, it'd be kind of awesome if somebody really made like a version of this game because I would love to play like that. Obviously, it wouldn't be anything like The Last of Us, but just the idea of it sounds cool. I mean, it's mostly like a lot of fighting games, really, but just the characters like would be cool just to kind of have, I don't know, as an Easter egg. Anyway, um, Ellie also meets Winston in this section. He's, if you don't remember um, from Left Behind, you don't really see him in Left Behind, but mostly you kind of see his camp in the mall. Uh, he is kind of an old alcoholic lookout for the militia who clearly is not shy of taking bribes as Riley is able to bribe him with alcohol. Um, this is also where Ellie develops her love for horses as Riley convinces Winston to give Ellie a riding lesson. Um, and we also find out Riley is a bit of a drinker as Winston tells her to stay out of his stash while they're doing the lesson. Um, also, if you haven't done this yet, like, I love playing this game while drinking whiskey. It's just a fantastic combo. Obviously, if you're underage, you probably should avoid that. But, I don't know, it just kind of syncs with the game, and it's a fantastic thing to do while playing the game. Uh, Ellie does end up being a great distraction for Riley as Riley steals Winston's radio. I mean, she could have stolen alcohol too, but obviously her plan was to steal the radio. She ends up using the radio to track down the fireflies when the fireflies attack. Other than that, that's basically what happens in part two. Ellie's kind of a surprised or maybe slightly apprehensive of tracking down the fireflies at this point. But we end up moving on to part three for more of that. Oh, and uh, sorry to kind of break this up, but if you didn't know already, there's or if you don't own these comics, uh, there's plenty of websites you can go to if you just Google the comics and you can read them online digitally for free. Um, I do own the paper copies, but rather than hurt them by reading them, which I mean it wouldn't really hurt them, I always read them online. I've read them multiple times. They're great stories if you have not read them, and I would recommend reading them as I'm not really going to cover 100% of what happens. I'm mostly trying to cover the general idea and then like kind of just get us to left behind. So we can talk more about that. So part three is a bit quicker and there's not a ton that really happens in it. Um, so Riley keeps heading towards the fireflies. Ellie's still unsure but kind of wants to follow her new idol. And Riley ends up finding her chance to kind of get in with the fireflies. I guess it's a bit of a window she sees. Um, she ends up throwing some smoke grenades to help them escape the militia. And we find out that she stole those from Winston, so that radio wasn't the only thing she stole. Um, immediately after this, we see Ellie's first encounter with the infected. Her and Riley fight an infected um, and end up killing it. Uh, Ellie is a bit shaken up from this. And then they end up getting caught by the fireflies, and we kind of get a quick, small introduction to Marlene. Um, it doesn't say it's her, but we do find out in the next issue that it is Marlene. So part four is filled with a bit more drama. Um, we find out that the fireflies are a bit terrible at tying people up as Ellie pretty easily gets her hands out of the knots and gets the hood off her head. Um, luckily Marlene walks in pretty quick and prevents Ellie from making a dumb mistake of attacking a bunch of the firefly members. Uh, Marlene ends up trying to straighten up Riley and kind of goes over like yelling at her saying that she needs to 
not try to be with the Fireflies as she doesn't really know what she's talking about. Um, she doesn't know all the pain and suffering that the Firefly members go through. Riley keeps trying to act tough. Um, the Fireflies are attacked by a bunch of smugglers and we see that Marlene's a bit of a badass. Riley kind of tries to copy her and she does end up shooting a smuggler. Um, after all that, Marlene starts braiding Riley Moore and pointing out that all those people died for the Fireflies and that Riley would end up dead or crippled or various other things if she became a Firefly. Um, Ellie ends up pulling a gun on Marlene to protect Riley. Uh, I mean, like I said, you can read this stuff to get a lot more information about it. Um, we do learn that Ellie's mom is named Anna and she was good friends or at least somewhat friends with Marlene as Marlene was asked to watch over Ellie um, after Anna died. Uh, Marlene gives Ellie a letter from Ellie's mom Anna and then also her signature knife which we see her use throughout the game which surprisingly is like the only knife or weapon that doesn't break throughout the entire game. Um, obviously guns don't break or whatever but I mean melee weapons. Anyway, um, you see that Ellie has begun to treasure the knife um, and that she really misses her mom and kind of doesn't know where she's going with life in general. Um, like I said, I would really recommend reading these four comics. They're not very long. You could probably read through them all of them in a couple of minutes. There's not a ton to see in there as far as Easter eggs go. It's just a great little section of story to kind of get a bit of background for Ellie and see how she ended up in the game. Um, I mean, we get a little bit more out of Left Behind, but we'll cover that in the next episode that we talk about the game. Like I said, the, the next episode that we do, we'll be covering more information on part two that we should and hopefully will learn in E3, which is, like I said, just a couple of days away. I will get that recorded the day of and get it uploaded so you won't really have to wait. Uh, thanks again for listening to the podcast of us. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, and please don't be afraid to shoot us an email, uh, message us on Instagram, whatever you'd like. Uh, you can shoot us a message on the podcast of us, uh, the subreddit, which is just our the podcast of us. And we're always looking for people to help out. Uh, if you found anything that we missed, it would be fantastic. Let us know. It will highlight your name, uh, your username, whatever you want uh, in the next episode and point out what we missed that you hadn't find. Um, like I said, thanks again.